0: Welcome to another Ken7 podcast. Um, joining me for a special podcast with uh, the King um, in what we call the Ask Kenny podcast is Sir Kenny Dalgleish and Paul Dalgleish, who's actually sat next to me for once. Gents, how's it going? Good, Gav, no problem. All right. I don't know why I'm asking you. We've just had a couple of tea together anyway. Ignore that. So um, we've got loads of questions. We put a thing out on on Instagram and Twitter and the, the response has been absolutely amazing so hopefully we'll be able to get through all the questions. So Kenny we'll start with uh, the first one are you ready? Yes. Okay. John oh, wait a minute. Is
1: the pilot going to chip in? No, I'm just I'm just going to oh. I'm just going to question everything that you said. <laughs> <laughs> as, long as you're no chipping then that's the main thing.
0: Kenny, um, first one from Twitter, uh, John Brabin. Brabin, I'm not sure how you pronounce that. So, Kenny, was there ever an, an opportunity for you to come back to Anfield before you came back in a role at the academy? Were you offered the manager's job at any time during uh, before 2011? No,
2: I've never. I don't. 2011 was that after Rafa left. Mm. And Roy Hodgson came in. Yes. Right. Well, no, I never, never offered uh, or asked uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, Rafa and me, Frank McParland, asked if I would go back in and and help a little bit at the academy, but no, just to be there. uh, And it was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. And. Pep Segura came in and uh, Rodolfo. Rodolf, Rodolfo Burrell. And Rodolfo's nurse now sitting in uh, Pep Guardiola's lap most of the games for Man City. And they were two really good, really good coaches for the kids. Really well organised and very enjoyable.
0: What was your role there, Kenny? What Day to day, what sort of things did you do?
2: Just a sound bite, really. Just uh, Frank wanted to have a chat about something, or uh, Peppa, Rodolfo wanted to have a chat. You have a chat. He'd speak to the the, the
1: young lads. That was good. I it's really good. enjoyed it. You'd sometimes speak with the parents as well, wouldn't you? Like yeah, you speak to the parents,
2: and if everything that was connected to the the academy, apart from obviously making the decisions who played or who signed or whatever. You were there to be of help, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Brilliant. Um, OK, Dunk and Kelvin Dale Greaves, uh, which is Rock Monster 999 and Greaves Kelvin. He said, uh, Kenny, when you were playing, which goal for Liverpool gave you the most delight, but one that you didn't score? I don't know. We won, we won something away anyway.
2: That's order. the first thing that comes to the back of your mind. I was never obsessed. We hadn't scored. Only if we won did it become important. Uh, Alan Kennedy scored, obviously, the winner in, in Paris in the European Cup final. But we think we quite enjoyed that one. <laughs> you don't know why he was up
0: there at the time, but he was. And uh, he wrapped it away. So, I bet you gave him some uh, great afterwards. He got what? Did he get some grief afterwards for being up well, there? Well, he
2: couldn't explain why he was there.
0: Yeah. It was only a
2: throw-in up at the edge of the box, and he ran into the box and Ray Kennedy threw it to him.
0: Mm. It was there was a goal? Um, you know the the famous um, phrase, "the create the creator supreme." That was a goal against Derby. Do you remember that? You did a little turn on the halfway line and then play the ball round the defender to Rushy I mean do you, would would that be the type of goal that you would have took certainly no against
2: life? certainly no against Derby. you need to get your, your, your game right it was against Watford was it? at Anfield yes
0: ok I'm not sure about that because I'm sure Gavin at, at, um, at the cup end
2: at the cup end right Rushy Left foot drove it past Sherwood and goal for
0: Watford. Well, what, would that be the type of goal that you'd have you'd have took great delight in that you you felt like you you contributed and Rushy had benefited from it?
2: No, it was the most important thing was a goal meant something. Right. If you're getting beat 5-0 and you score it doesn't matter, does it? Really. I knew it's that just, feeling. Just a fucking <laughs> gesture, eh? I knew that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Just a token gesture. The goals have got to be meaningful and you only really know that afterwards.
0: Okay. Uh, so, Neil Baxter, Neil Baxter, 1971, said, who's the your favourite footballer of all time? Um, or who was your favourite player growing up?
2: As a young boy, my favourite player was Dennis Law. Scottish number 10. He was brilliant. I and mean, we never go to see them much. We never get many tickets. There wasn't many games on the telly. But for some reason he became the one that that uh
0: that I jumped on. And there was uh I don't know why. What was what was it about his game that you loved? I don't know, well you loved him because he was a you could
2: sense he was a character. He used to play with the cuff. His shot wrapped up in his fingers, his hand, and when he scored he gave it the one arm salute. And I uh, was he was just somebody that you looked at. And also he was one of the if not no, if it wasn't the first, he was one of the one of the first to go to Italy and be a success.
0: Wait, where did he go in Italy?
2: Torino. Right. I think. Jimmy Greaves went as well. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure Dennis went to Torino. Okay. Um, but I could be long. Long? Long. I could even be wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, um, next question. The Wilsons and uh, Tony, which is at Tilly Trot, I think, on, in, uh, on Twitter, said, who was the best player that you've ever managed? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that guy. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it, it depends it depends how you define best it doesn't necessarily mean to be the best player people make huge contributions in many ways that the the punter doesn't get to see so I, I don't I wouldn't like to pick I wouldn't like to pick one out And all the, the, all the places I've been to work um, but I'm, you get grief off her a few players, but fortunately it only was a few, and I didn't really care about the grief anyway. And the most important thing was the rest of the boys. So, if somebody had a problem with me, that was their problem, not mine. And I just, uh, most of the players that we the work were really good, honourable, and you could trust them. And to pick out one, I think would be unfair, when you think of the number of players that you've probably managed I think it would be really difficult as well to pick out which one you think would be the best. and But it's the definition of best.
0: Yeah. I mean, you'd you been very diplomatic, obviously, there, Kenny. Yeah. But for you, who would be the best player that your ah. dad's managed? I, I I tell you who takes
1: some beating. And I, it is hard to pick one because different generations, different. But you can start with... John Barnes, for a spell, at Liverpool in the 80s, was unplayable. Yeah, He was... Arguably one of the best players in the world at that time. He was incredible. Uh, And then Shearer for the first few years at Blackburn was phenomenal as well. But then you've got the, uh, you know, your Robbie Fowlers. You've got, you know, that whole Liverpool team of the 80s was incredible. You know, Mm -hmm. Hanson was the captain of the side. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's hard hard to pick one, but I think just from me going to games, uh, John became, John Barnes became, my hero from the level of performance,
0: but then was brilliant. You know, Ian Rush was in. That don't Aldridge forget right you, now. You, your dad managed Louis Suarez yeah. and Stephen Gerrard yeah. as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, actually, I always think back. I yeah, forget, yeah,
0: I forget you did it twice. And by
2: the way, I don't <laughs> think I ever managed Robbie Fowler.
0: Yeah, Robbie would have been after the you other
2: than in a Legends game. Hmm.
1: But I tell you what, Suarez, though, to be fair, Suarez was outstanding, and Stephen, yeah, wow, you know, Stephen, Stephen. And Suarez Suarez that year before he left, Steven did it consistently over his whole career, and what he's done for the club's incredible. That one year from Suarez mm-hmm. before he before he went, yeah, was, he was absolutely sensational. I
0: remember that season, it was fun going to games because yeah. you didn't know what he was gonna do next, you know. But even Sal has done that now consistently yeah. for a period of time. But there was
1: something about Suarez at that year where I was like, that might be the best ever season I've seen from a Liverpool player. But the, but you were last actually... That was Brendan Rodgers that was manager that year, before he left. I don't know.
2: Obviously, you see them. You see what
1: they can do in the pitch, like Stephen,
2: Louis, Alan Shearer. You mentioned the names, and that's the names that come to your mind because they were brilliant, right? They were brilliant. how Their ability to play football was fantastic and their their honesty and integrity and the games that they played in were great as well and the contribution they made to the team. But you look at Lucas Lever. Lucas, by the way, Lucas was brilliant. Brilliant. And you look what goes on in the dressing room and you need a really good dressing room to be led by really strong people in there and they're not always the best players
1: you think that's why today, Dad, that there's such value on Henderson and Milner at, at Liverpool and that the role that they contribute to your point that it might not always be what we see, but it's what happens on a daily basis? Well,
2: I wouldn't like to mention names because I'm, I'm not in there. But as I say, the dress rooms I've been in, the ones that have been really, really helpful, away from what the people don't see on the pitch, are the ones who have been really strong in the dressing room. And you're only as good as your, as your dressing room. The strongest dressing room is normally the ones that get the most success. And that's that's the way it was always looked upon for, for their point of view. And I've always maintained, it's all very well in good having a good 11, a great 11. By the way, you need a real backup behind them as well. And then, when they start to play well and the boys are sitting in the bench, they're not going to get a game too often. They're the ones that are fantastic professionals, the ones that hang on in there and the ones that they know they're not going to play, but they're right there beside it and they're really encouraging and helpful. And If they do get a chance, they won't let you down. They get on there and they play.
0: Brilliant. Um, next one, uh, Zander, which is Zed Zeppelin on Twitter, um, who is the best Scottish player you have played with, and why? This is another one he's going to give us
1: one of them generic answers. <laughs> I don't want to single anybody out. You
0: know, they've all got different. Uh, it's all about the team, and there's no iron team and all that.
2: But by the way, generic never played for us. Yeah. <laughs> it was generic Scottish? Uh,
1: Jen Generic's name
2: was oh, Jen, <laughs> Jen and Eric. <laughs> yeah. So, go on. No, the best coach. Well, I played with Dennis Law. I played with Jimmy Johnson. Ah, right. 73, 74. Me, Jimmy and Dennis were fantastic players. Billy Bremner, fantastic. And you move on up. And as soon as he's territory, he was a beast. He was a great player.
0: What was soonest like to be on a pitch with when the chips were down? Was he... Was he always shouting at you and cajoling you or was he, was he more encouraging than that?
2: When we played badly, it was because he was bad.
0: Right. So he had that much influence on the team? Aye, uh, he, was,
2: he was hugely influential. He went to Sampdoria and Trevor Francis was there at the time as well. And it's no coincidence that they won the Cup or something that year. They got some recognition. He was, he was a fantastic leader, but also a
0: great player. I saw a podcast with him once where you he never said... never mentioned your big mate. Big Al.
2: He, he couldn't get a game for Scotland.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't for Scotland. It was just was just Scottish in terms player. of the best Scottish player you ever played with.
2: By the way, we must have had some good centre-backs and Big Al wasn't he playing. Yeah. Mm. We must have. I think you only get 20-odd caps. Yeah, he should have had more, though, shouldn't he? Oh, dear me. He'd have thought so.
0: isn't it? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, he, the trophies that he won. Unbelievable. Soonest when he went to Sambidori, I'd seen him in a podcast saying that he went to Italy and found it really easy.
2: Well, that's
0: because he could play.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. Um, that's because he could play. OK, uh, next one. Zubin Deva, which is Zubin Official on Twitter. Um, which LFC player do you wish you had the chance to play alongside and why? And, and that could be any era. You could be going back as far as Lidl or someone in the team now.
2: I never saw Billy Lidl play. I'd love to have seen him play because he was revered. In fact, it, they were he was that good they were calling the team Lidlepoole. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, I never saw him play. I never saw much of the the team playing when when Shanks was was uh, came into to really build the football club. And it's a great debt that everybody in the football club has been at there ever since Shanks has been. Oh, him a, a huge debt, a gratitude, and a huge thank you because he's the one that set the club in motion. Mm. And if it hadn't been for him, none of us would have been there. Um I I, I, I wouldn't know. it's Gavin, it's very difficult if, if you try to pick somebody out to say this one or that one it's
0: Yeah, I get that. Who would I you who more would more you rather
2: have it'd well, been had they been brilliant to have seen Stephen play with with John Barnes team.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. right? It'd have been, been brilliant to see we play in that team. I'm not saying anything or anybody that would be left out to get them in, but it's it's just, you get people who come along and whatever time that you played your football at and you were successful, you would always be successful. If you came 15 years later, you would be successful.
1: Well, I think, I think at the time at Liverpool, the... The player profile of you and the player profile of Ian Rush, it was just a perfect compliment. The fact that you like to drop off, he could make the runs in behind. I actually think that, and I'll answer this for you because that's what I do. Um, I actually think that you playing in the same team as Salah would really suit both your strengths, You know, your ability to drop off and then his ability to run in behind. What do you think about that?
2: Well, I think it's 70 years of age. I'm a wee bit old now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've always had somebody to do the running. Rushy, he did it for me when they came in. Delegation, Paul. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> you say the art of good management is delegation. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> Mo's, Mo's exceptional, isn't he? I mean, dearie, the me, he's exceptional. But, uh, as I say the way they play now is different to how we play. It's a different formation, but the same principles. Uh, of Obviously, fantastically gifted players are going to get a game in most teams. But Liverpool have got a problem. If they try to pick their best team ever, or their favourite team ever, geez, the people that you leave out are unbelievable. The quality that you have to leave out is unbelievable. So it's difficult to say one or the other. It's like steak
1: or fish, isn't it? Do you prefer steak to fish? People, people have their own taste. Some people, that much. Some people can make that choice, you know. Well, imagine, uh, imagine Gerard in this currency. Oh,
0: on the Side of the three, in yeah, of course, yeah. Oh. It'd be amazing. There was um, there was something I was going to mention to you. There was um, I, I heard that Kevin Keegan would even though you signed you weren't signed as a replacement for Kevin Keegan. Had Kevin Keegan wanted to stay, you would have both played at the same time. Would do you think um, your a relationship with Kevin Keegan would have been would have been a good one?
2: It would have been nice to have had a try. Yeah. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Obviously he had a great relationship with Tosh.
0: Yeah.
2: And it suited him flick on and he was on to the, the other end of it coming for Celtic, that was the, that was the, we never had a big guy up front. He played up front and he just got on with it. Uh, they were mostly in the games. They were mostly on the offensive. Um, but, but uh, to, to have played with Kevin would have been interesting, yeah. And that's what Bob said. Bob Paisley said, that he said, we would have signed you anyway. I said, I'm no bothered. <laughs> he said, just sign me. <laughs>
0: Um, this is probably a quick one Colin Jordan um, 1203 uh, has asked who do you think sings You'll Never Walk Alone, walk alone better Liverpool fans or Celtic fans
2: I'll tell you the best I've ever heard it sing it was the game first game after Hillsborough we went to Celtic Park and there was 60,000 there red and white scarves green and white scarves above their heads and it was unbelievable and I would you, have thought. I, was, I would have thought you need to give them. You need. You need to say it was a tie. But because it, it's both, they're both one hundred percent passionate
0: when they sing it mm. about the game.
1: I and think the, you're right though. It, when they do it together, that 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 wasn't clear. Oh.
0: didn't we go with my dad that game?
1: That and, was. Was that another game? European
0: Cup game. Yeah. yeah, that was when uh, McManaman scored. That's right. That's right. Craig Bell, which is at Craigie Bell, um, said, Kenny, on all the foreign trips with Liverpool and Scotland that you went on, which was your favourite place to go? And did you get any time to see any of it or was it just not possible with the match turnaround?
2: We weren't very good sightseers. You went to the games, that wasn't for us. They took us to the Acropolis once. No, it was the Coliseum. It must have been the Colosseum in
1: Rome. Well, the Colosseum's in Rome, the Acropolis. Well,
2: uh, the Acropolis is in Athens.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. So right. we saw Italy, it's a big difference. <laughs>
2: That's why I was saying that they took us, before we played Panathinaikas, they so here, took us a walk
1: Yeah.
2: through, like, run the, uh, run the ruin. And one of the boys said, I can't see what all the fuss is about. I said, what do you mean? He said, Well, look, no, it's fun done. <laughs> <laughs> Quality, so there was a waste of time taking us to see various sites
0: for uh, falling on deaf ears. Um, Brian Brunstrom uh, on Twitter is asking, uh, How did you miss that sitter that Big Al laid on a plate for you against United at Old Trafford?
2: I'll tell you. Big Al Big Al went through right? they all used to run up and stupid ran ran towards Urgo with them to play myself on side and he chipped it over the top and ran after it and I tell you he sold more dummies than mother care he got up to Gary Bailey and Gary Bailey ran back the way and towards his goal and I tell you he, he was, he was, I thought there was three posts there One either side, Gary Bailey. All he had to do was hit it in target and it was a goal. And he he went like that and I thought, I'm getting this. So he stepped forward and he checked. So I've gone offside and he knocked it behind. By this time about two yards out, right in front of Stratford then. And I had to pull my leg back to
1: like knock it in. I knocked it past. So it's Alan's fault? Is that what you're long way of saying? No. No, I got, that, I got that, yeah. He couldn't just, just one of them things. I couldn't,
2: he do, if he'd have just laid it in or if he'd have shot himself and the wee linesman standing like that with the flag up now, I went, are oh, you right? <laughs> it
0: was like, it was like Shaggy, wasn't me, wasn't me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Derek Hennessy, which is dhennessy75 on Twitter. Who was the one player you tried signing for Liverpool but couldn't get it over, over the line that you wish would have got over the line?
2: The, the most hurtful one, it for, for the club's point of view, I think it would be for the players' point of view. Uh, Derek Statham, who played left-back for West Brom and also played for England. He failed the, fitness, he failed the medical when they came up on his ankle and you had to tell him that I'm sorry we, we, the deal kind not go through because there's a medical field I mean how would you feel if that was you?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, but it's bad enough telling the guy so he must have felt ten times worse than I did but that was that was that for me that had have been the, th- the thing no well, not that the boy it, I mean Burroughs came in after that and he didn't do badly for us he was as good as gold but the, you've got to be a wee bit sympathetic haven't you and compassionate somebody notes, you don't sign somebody because he's, he's injured and then
0: he's got to go back to his his club and play did he did he have a, a career after after that was his angle yeah, career, okay? yeah. Uh, I think so eh? for Fakir still playing still playing yeah not I mean that that's still a mystery that was to do with his I read a, an article about that it was to do with his agent wanting more money at the last minute, his brother. who was that? Fakir Nabil Fakir, Liverpool. Were, I mean, he, he, there's a picture of him in a Liverpool shirt. That's how at Melwood, that's how close he came. But then, um, something happened with his agent, which is his brother, I believe, and he asked for more money at the, at the, at the right of the death, and Liverpool went there. Nah. But the official line was he failed, uh, a... the, the official line was that he failed the medical, but he didn't because he's played. He's not, I don't even think he's had a, ba- a bad injury since. So, mad. Okay. Um, This is an interesting one. So a guy called Wiki Steen, uh, no, Stellin, Stellin34 on Twitter. Did you know Hannes Friedrich from Borussia Mönchengladbach only had one eye? And did you take advantage of it?
2: Well, you've got to take advantage of it, haven't you? As best you could. But I played against him. He was a centre-back. And he did, he, he won an eye. I don't know what happened to the boy, but obviously when he was younger, he lost an eye. But he still reached international level. Right. I think he played for I think he played for Germany. Well. Wow. Did, like,
1: eh? did he have a glass eye? Did he have a glass eye? I never get that close, Paul. Oh, was it like that or was it a...
2: No, it was open.
1: Right. He uh, it was a
2: plastic one, I think. But oh, he had a fake. Yeah, yeah, you did take advantage of it. And the, I mean if it must be difficult. I mean you need to turn yourself to see there, you need to turn yourself right around like that to see it there, the good eye, don't you?
0: If he played international level though, he must have Christ, he must have he must have coped with it quite well because not many people would have got the better of him if he played international level, but you know. No, to, it
2: was admirable for him. Absolutely. Today so well. well Today good. so well with something that was Obviously, no easy to handle. He was a good player as well.
0: Okay. Um, Hooksy Music, who would your fantasy golf four ball be? Uh, and what course would it be on? Fantasy four ball. i would going to
2: go for somebody that you think would be a good laugh when you know the best players. The play, so obviously, people that, that can play uh, a four ball. I don't
1: think we Tommy doing.
2: Fleetwood, maybe. Okay, he may be. He'd be good company. Rory McIlroy.
0: So you wouldn't he go for Muhammad Ali or anything like that, no. What you wouldn't go for Muhammad Ali or anyone like that, no.
2: I thought they were talking about golfers.
0: No, he's talking about fantasy. So he, he basically, you can have a four ball of you and three people and it can be anyone in history who would you like to have a round I of golf with say, a chat
1: and... he, he picked a Blue Nose <laughs> and a United fan
0: just
2: yeah, I know oh, no, just making you Yeah, I'm he, just making the
1: tournament yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: listen you... if you're that if you're that caught up with it I would take Tiger Woods and him and I will beat the two of them Oh, somebody that you would enjoy playing with. it must be golfers, surely.
0: You must take. No, no, no. I think he means anyone. It I means it's like it's like the there's a similar question. If, who would you go for dinner with four people? You know, same sort of thing. I think.
2: Yeah, but they're saying golf.
0: Yeah. So if you
2: go to golf, you want to win, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so why don't you pick someone that's good and two
1: muppets, me and
0: Gav? You know <laughs> what I mean. So
1: you could pick whoever you wanted and play. Like, I don't want it to be an annihilation. I <laughs> you- would be an annihilation.
0: Do you remember that time when we beat you, your dad and my dad? Yeah. Your dad was raging. Wasn't he? Yeah. And you
2: know what? That was the only time. And that, was your, that was your dad's fault.
0: Your dad. <laughs> oh, dad, my poor dad. Do you remember me beating you in La Manga, by the way? You, you always say that I didn't, but you, I did. You don't. You won't give me it, will you? No. You missed, you missed a six-footer on the last. I don't know where you were. You won't go over or something. You missed a six-footer on the last for a half. No? Not, have it? He must guess. have been getting a bundle of shorts. You know, what? Yeah. <laughs> he must have been getting some amount of shorts, by the way. No, if we played quite on level. Unbelievable, so is. Right, uh, let's crack through these questions, okay? Um, um, if you could pick one player you managed and give them to Jurgen Klopp, who would it be and why?
2: I mean... First of all, I wouldn't he make a decision for Jurgen. <laughs> why why would I make anybody's decision? He's got good enough players and he's just signed a good one as well, another one to Porto. So uh I don't know what players he would be looking
0: for.
2: Okay. Who would I mean that? He's got he's the same as everybody else. He looks back over the history of the football club and uh look at the players and he could pick one himself, couldn't he? Yeah. So I wouldn't like I wouldn't like to put words into his mouth. Okay. Maybe maybe he'd pick me. <laughs> I'm sure
0: substitute. He would. <laughs> I'm sure he would. Um question from Sam Cactus Jack. Um, what made you play for Liverpool? What made you sign for Liverpool? Well,
2: I'd been at Liverpool when I was fifteen. And uh Shanks and Reuben Bennett took me back to the, all at the YMCA at Mount Pleasant after the game and said, look, we'd like to sign you. We'll send uh, the scout up to your mum and dad's house. And they came up and I just, I didn't even want to leave home, really. 15 was a, a long time. And we found some paperwork the other day there. And one of the questions when I was 15 or 16 was, if you had to move away from home, for your work, would you do it? And I said no. You're right. At the time. And Marina dug it out somewhere yesterday. So, when I came down, it was brilliant. The way that you were accepted and you were on trial. And you got on the, the old bus that took you from uh, Anfield down to Melwood and the first team are on the bus. The reserves are on the bus, the apprentices, everybody, the coaches. And it was just Brilliant, it was a really good laugh, really good atmosphere. And I thought, Poor, this is this is fantastic Yeah. Uh, so as I grew up, you always kept your eye on what was going on. And when I was moving, I just hoped that Liverpool would come in and, and ask us. Unfortunately for me, they did.
0: If you're enjoying this video so far, please show your support for the Ken7 channel by clicking the subscribe button the like button and also clicking the bell for future notifications. If you could also share the video on your Twitter and Facebook account, that will show YouTube's algorithm that you like our content. Do you know about Ken7 merchandise? The link is in the description of this video. We have premium fanware for fans covering Liverpool, Celtic and Scotland and it's Fanware for young and old, so we have t-shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, caps, mugs, you name it we've got it. Just something else to remember, every purchase that is made on our website, we donate to the Marina Dal Appeal. so you're helping a great cause as well. Okay, um, Yash Atare, which is Yas SG8, what mental challenges have you faced as a manager that you've never faced as a player?
2: Picking a team. Right, that's the hardest thing to see somebody's face, or if you feel the pain for somebody when you have to leave them out. But what can you do? You're only allowed eleven, and you want to be happy on a Saturday night when you you've worked all week to try and get a positive result, the same as the players. And you you, you don't do it for spite. You do it because you think you're right, and when you when you're unable to do that, you're going to struggle.
0: Do you, you find that a difficult part of the job as well? Yeah, but I always tell them why,
1: uh, and whether they agree with you or whether they don't, they deserve to have a reason. And I know other people have a different viewpoint. Um, I and we 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 discussed this before about when you do that as well, whether you do it the day before or whether you do it the day of the game. Um, but I, I I always think that as long as you're honest and you give good and bad news, then. That's the way to do it, but I'd always tell them why. But it's not easy. But I tell you when you've I'll tell you now, I, I worked in youth sports. And I tell you, picking a team, these guys are getting paid, right? These guys are getting paid. And they they understand when they sign up for to play football that, yeah, it hurts, but they understand that at, on a Saturday, only 11 people get picked. The worst thing I've ever done in football was telling a kid that they'd not made the team because the emotion. That comes out a kid, they're playing for free for the love of it, or they've not made the top team, or they've got a, they've only made the second. Oh, that that seeing kids' faces is much harder than seeing grown men's So that
2: that's worse. Also, when it comes to the kids, when Psycho- you're, professional,
1: yeah, when you are released that's or in the game. academy. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, that's worse than naming a team for me.
2: And it's at at this age right, in the age groups, they can only have them for six weeks and then I think they've got to let them go and bring another group in for six weeks but at some stage they're going to have to make a decision. I mean, imagine being a week at six, seven, eight years of age and they're saying, no, we don't want you.
0: Well, I remember that feeling getting the letter from um, Melwood saying that I wasn't going to get signed at 14. And it was, that killed me. I didn't really play football after that. It was, I didn't think there was any point. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, it's really hurtful. Yeah. yeah. It was the right decision, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Matthew, Leslie, what was the best goal uh, you scored for Scotland?
1: Yeah. Uh...
2: Maybe against Spain, we beat them 3 1 at Hamden in the European or World Cup qualifier. Uh, we beat them so, 3 the
0: 1. Is that the one where you're on the far side as the camera looks at it and you you jink you turn and jink round? And then it was almost like a um, I was going to uh, say like a Mo Salah goal actually, but um, it was a Kenny Doug Leash goal. I like was that. it? Was my left foot as well? Was it all uh, right? Uh, I think that, that was um, There's a. if you're watching this there's a podcast where we talk through some of Kenny's goals and I think that I think that one's on there so there we go I mean I thought all so,
1: Gav was it? some of these are quite repetitive of ones no 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 ones. I've got
0: rid of the repetitive right. ones you've got rid of them I've got rid of the <laughs> 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 yeah, moving on um, which, which one's your best golf shot? well oh, I think
2: I've had two holes in one.
0: Well, so that must be the best shots. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, okay. Um, why Robert Hindle? Sorry, that was the syrup. Who was the la- that was the last one. Robert Hindle was why did you let John Aldridge leave? Well, Rossi had just come back. Uh
2: when he played with Aldo for six months or something. They threw him up front. And Aldo had been absolutely brilliant. When when we signed them, uh, wait a minute, we uh eighty-five eighty-six was double eighty six eighty seven, we won nothing. We signed John in January, I think, eighty-seven. Right, yeah. And he was the first one in the door. John Barnes came in, Peter Bailey came in, Ray Houghton came in. Um and Aldo was I mean, Paul uh goes on about John Barnes and he was absolutely fantastic John Barnes but Peter was brilliant as well and John Aldridge was an absolute ideal fit for them because it's it's no it's no easy to get yourself in a position to get the ball off him and put it in the back of the net but by the way he was a master at it so he was getting on a wee bit and uh at, at Liverpool and I, I thought to be fair to him, I thought it would be right to give him the opportunity to go. And that's why because his feelings and relationships and what he did for the football club, that's why we put I put him on it against Crystal Palace to take a penalty kick, his last game at the court. So I mean it wasn't a it was done with a heavy heart, but I thought I was doing him a favour because a, he was going to play for Real Dad. he was going to get a game, uh, plus he we be getting some financial compensation as well. But that wasn't, he never, there wasn't a case where you wanted to go because there was anything wrong or because he hadn't done anything. He was brilliant. That year when they were playing, he was brilliant.
1: There was also a different generation. Rotation you didn't, you didn't have a squad. A, yeah, you yeah. didn't have a squad of players then. You had a few players that, that would play parts if someone got injured, but you you normally played the same eleven as often as possible in all the games. So you're only going to get a game. Yeah, that's mm. it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, try to be fair. Kevin Miller and Alex Watto, 99. Uh, who from the current Liverpool squad would you have most liked in the Liverpool squad you had?
2: I was very really happy with the squad we had. and. Um, you can't just pick the eleven best players out and think that's gonna be the best team. it has got to be it's gotta be balance. It's gotta be manis and there's got to be compliments around each other. You've got to compliment when somebody else does. And as long as you're paying tribute to the people who might not be getting as many headlines as yourself, then they're quite happy with that. They know the boys know that they're no a mo Salah or a Manny or a Mino. but as long as you're getting the appreciation from the manager on the pitch, that's the most important thing. And it's difficult. I mean, there's, there's great players there now, but, but there's been great players that they would have to have uh, put out and they, they might not have been as successful in the older teams than what
1: they are now.
0: Okay. So... Uh... So I think we're up, we're onto the Instagram questions now. Um, so there's only a few more, Kenny. So uh, Sammy Lopez, which is Texas Cubby. Who she's? Uh, hello, Sammy. She's lovely. She always messages us. Um, did you ever want to manage Scotland? No. 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 Never. never, what, never what is that? You don't fancy. Pardon. Do you want me to put? Uh, there's no light, is there? No.
1: Or was <laughs> 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 oh, it? The toffee crisp advert was that? Is that what it's like? Do you remember the toffee crisp advert?
0: <laughs>
1: Somebody
2: saying it's out. toffee crisp. Um, no, I never.
0: Is there something about that 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 the international job that you wouldn't fancy? Is it? Is it not? No, a... you
2: can't same players, can you? Right. You're only birthright. Uh, it's, it's, difficult, it's a difficult job. You like to date. In the populations only, like Scotland, the population's about five million. So half that takes it two and a half, six, two, two and a half million male. But many of them are of age that are going to be able to play for you. So it gets narrower and narrower. And Steve Clark, he's done an unbelievable job mm-hmm. since he's gone in. But I, I wouldn't have been. Uh, I wouldn't have been attracted by that. No, Were I love, you? I love playing for my country. But to manage it, it wasn't one of the things I was on
1: my bucket list. Were you ever offered it? No. Okay. Um.
0: Yep. So this, there's quite a few people have asked this question. Scott Elliot. Um, Shane Downey and Barry O'Fay I think you pronounce it out of all the highs of your career what was the best moment as a player and your best moment as a manager?
2: Uh, I think as a player it's important that when you start you go off to a good start and at Celtic when I was getting into the first team we had an all-firm game at Ibrox and we were winning one nil, and we got a penalty kick and the captain says, you take it. I went, you winding me up? <laughs> this is my debut, so I took it and scored, which I think was important because if he'd missed it, it doesn't matter if he's still if he's still a 1-1-0, but if he'd missed it, you could have been you could have been asking yourself some questions and the club could have been asking some questions obviously as well. And the same, when it came to Liverpool, uh, the first game at the Cop against Newcastle, I scored in the Cop end. So, for me, I think that was important to go off to a good start. We played at Middlesbrough the first game and drew one each. And I tapped one in. But I think to score at home, especially at the Cop end, I think that gives you a good start to your life. So, I think the... Both the goals were hugely important for the clubs that I played with. Well, certainly playing for Celtic at that time and then coming to Liverpool. And I think it gets you up and running. It's not, going to, it's not going to get you through four or five years, but it gets you up and running, gives you a bit more confidence. And the punters can see, oh, maybe maybe he's no bad. So it was good for me.
0: What about as a manager? Uh
2: Uh, there's always a game somewhere along the line when you've been successful in a season I think the, when we won the double 85 86, I mean we had we, we were we were out of bounds we were like 13 games to go we won 12 and drew one and won the league they lost Everton lost it. Oxford, I think. one Uh And we went 12 in the, in the draw.
0: Was the then, Tottenham game a crucial one in that? There was a Tottenham away game which Big Yan scored and I think Paul Walsh yeah, scored. And it was a frozen pitch. Frozen pitch,
2: yeah. Yeah, but every game's every game's important. Yeah. Isn't it? If you're going to run, if you're chasing somebody and you're going to run for it, then at Wembley, the week after, Everton with the better side in the first half but, but we only 45 minutes left in our season so don't start don't come after the pitch feeling sorry for yourself 3-1 yeah game's are bogey that's us moving onwards
0: and upwards of course um, Red Sporak um, on Instagram uh, how did you feel on your return to Anfield the second time round did it you know did it feel different
2: uh oh! It was, it was a bit emotional, really. Um, going to old, going to old Trafford in the cup uh, on the Sunday. I only came back on the Saturday night, so the boys were all prepared and looked after by Sammy, and uh, the team was picked. And just went and they said, "Are you going to come with us?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "I'm coming down the bench." I said, listen, if we're in it, we're all in it together. So I'm coming on the bench. I'll be there. And uh, when we got to, um, we, I think we played Man U sometime in that season and we beat them at home and it was my birthday and the cop were singing happy birthday. Oh,
0: that was
2: that was worth everything.
0: Right. Okay. Um actually let me ask you. I mean, what, what, what was it like for you to feed dad to, have to go back to Anfield? I mean, now did that make you feel just trying to get a job. He <laughs> <laughs> never gave me one. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Do You want my resume? He goes, No. You're no, right. no. Yeah, yeah. Believe it. Um, okay, another we've just got a few more left now, Kenny. Um, Finno Leary 19. When did you realise that there was something special in Stevie G?
2: Paul told me. Paul used to come home from, then he used to train at Melwood when he was, I don't know, 14?
1: No, it was, it was when I went back, when I was, a, when I went back from when I was 17, uh, 19. Right, but what age was he? He was 16. 16? Yeah.
2: And he came back and said, Dad, there's a boy there. You want to see him? He was brilliant. He was brilliant. 16,
1: 16 and we used gone. to train so the A team I'd come back and it, so the A and the B team would play your games on a Saturday morning so uh, the A team was a mix of reserves and U team players and then the B team was the younger ones so what we used to do is on a Friday morning we'd just play five sides just to get ready for the game but you'd mix up the A and the B team and we'd all train together and I she like, even had a lot of injury problems when, it, he, when he was growing, showing, and, yeah, growing problems yeah so I I was there, and I'd, obviously Michael Owen had starred in the youth cup for uh, for Liverpool, so you knew who Michael was. And then had obviously grown up with Cara, uh, Davy Thompson. I knew all these. So these are all people had. These uh, Jamie Cassidy. I knew all these people. I didn't know Stephen, and we we trained one day, and he was sixteen. I, I was nineteen, and it was just he was he was brilliant, just absolutely brilliant at sixteen, and then. He got fast tracked so quick. I rightly saw he was incredible and played reserve games. And he was just—he just had absolutely everything at a young age. He was everything. He was just like a more aggressive version of what he, you remember when he was sixteen.
0: I had everything. Wow, everything. Wow. Uh, okay, next one. oss one A N J. Um quick fire question, Kenny. For you, would you prefer to win the World Cup or win the Champions League?
2: Well, I've got to be a wee bit realistic. <laughs> no, saying, you I, was hearing, I was fortunate enough to win the Champions League. I know how good it is, right? So If it meant, and I'm sure it would mean the same one in the World Cup, but I don't know. You better if you can just win either of the two. By the way, you're a lucky person. Okay. I mean, it's a
1: totally different thing, isn't it? It's club versus country. I've always thought international football is dictated by your place of birth, whereas the Champions League is the best against the best. It's the best in the world against the best in the world, yeah. and for me, I think it's a bigger honour to win, or it's a bigger achievement to win the Champions League than it is to win the World Cup, because you, no matter where you're born in the world, you have the opportunity to play in the Champions League. There are world class players that have never had any chance of winning a World Cup. Yeah, uh, well, um, it, I do think though, if you look at, I think winning a World Cup, if this is and the, the question was for you, but if I was to just think about it logically. I think winning a World Cup with Scotland is a bigger achievement than winning the yeah. Champions League with Liverpool. Well, it's a bigger achievement yeah. but if you're playing for Liverpool yeah. back
2: in the 60s, yeah. right, Celtic, who won one European Cup final and get beaten in, in, in the final way final, yeah. by the way, it was it was a possibility then for them to win the Champions League or the European Cup as it was called. For, the, for the, the, your nation have won it being small like Scotland that would have been an unbelievable achievement to qualify was a great achievement is a great achievement and if you'd have won it
1: by the way we'd still be going
2: around Glasgow with a trophy
1: now <laughs> yeah, you, you thought you genuinely thought or the nation definitely thought that in 78 there was a chance the team uh... we did a lap of honour before we left
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant Okay um, Robbie Richards Eve's on Tracy Liverpool Forever 19, 1892 and Ian West um, I think we've covered some of this one but the, the one thing we haven't covered on this question is who was the best player you ever played against?
2: Well, we played against Scotland and played Argentina in a friendly one summer and Maradona was playing. Well, that Hamden. Aye,
1: yeah.
2: He was. He was unbelievable. He was only about nineteen. He was unbelievable. It was worthwhile coming back for. I think we had been. We were away with the club, Tel Aviv or somewhere for some end of season games. It was worthwhile to come back for there to see him play. And by the way, we did watch most of the game as well,
0: although we were playing. The uh, big Al spoke to me about this. He said that um, Maradona was doing some juggling it before the game, the warm up. He was kicking the ball like 50 feet in the air and then kicking it up, up in the air again. And it was, it, Big Al said he was trying to warm up, but he couldn't take his eyes. Well, Al I'll, I'll never, never used to go out for warm
1: ups. He stayed in the dressing room. Who? <laughs> big Al. Well, uh-huh. he definitely said yeah, no, he saw backs, it When it, he yeah. was at Liverpool, he never. Even ah, had right. He had a bath. He was as warm I Read the programme. Yeah. <laughs> the least amount, the least amount of running possible. Uh,
2: no, he was, he was fantastic. And also when we were at Celtic, we went to America end of season tour. Uh, we played Man U and George Best was playing. I was only 18 or something. He started as a I started the game. Only lasted the first half. <laughs> yeah. He was best. He was unbelievable.
0: He had some nice words to say about you, actually. He said that he put you on the same level as um, Puskas, I think. De oh, no, Di Stefano. Di yeah. Stefano. Yeah. yeah. De Stefano was about 20 years older than me. Okay. Okay. Uh... Royal Samurai, where did you get the nickname King? I don't know. It, it was originally joking,
1: was it? Joking, yeah. <laughs> <not really> <laughs> <laughs> and then he changed it himself. You know,
0: that was Bull's banter has not changed since he was no. seventeen. By the way, no, still not. Funny. Neither is your reaction.
1: He still get stopped <laughs> in. <laughs> but um, uh, it must have been maybe it was newspapers or something. I don't know.
0: Okay. Did you just get called king from the other players? no no golden balls golden balls dogs dogs yeah
2: hi dogs one.
0: yeah they are not golden balls dogs bollocks that dogs, was it? Yeah, yeah 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 okay um and I think finally on that happy note uh, no yeah. finally I think what was your what's your favorite ever moment of of being involved with Liverpool? This is Jaden Meehan 61. I
2: don't I don't know how you, you cut the career that I've had at Liverpool into one one moment. Um there was so many of them. I couldn't. Uh, every every time you want something, it was unbelievable. And I think the greatest moment, or the greatest thing for me was when, whilst we were winning in Celtic and in Glasgow, and Rangers were doing, you couldn't do a tour of the city because they were afraid of some trouble. Whereas here, everybody did the tour of the city. And that, for me, that just put the icing on the cake when you want something. You had the tour the city to look forward to. And, and get, we to it. get to share it with the people. Aye. And we were lucky. We did, we, we did it a few times. Um, And to pick one moment. No, I, remember, I think that for me... Do you remember it, any of them? It would, be, it would be impossible. Because the tour of the city... It's Something that you share it with everybody, and that's that's the way the football club's been built. It's been built on people, the community being hugely important to the club, and the club, the players lifting the, the community if they're having a hard time. I mean, the, you go way back to the days when they used to, on a Monday, if ever if Liverpool won, the workers would all be at work, they'd all be in on Monday morning if you get beat. No, no, there was a huge increase in absenteeism.
1: <laughs>
2: and it's a fact. The same way, Everton. It's a fact. And I don't know, it's just to, to have been a part of the, the football club is, has been a fantastic uh, career for myself. And everything that you've got, everything that you've done, uh, all the success you've had has all been shared equally amongst every faction in the football club and that's the only way the football club can survive and that's the way going forward while they continue as long as you continue with that attitude you'll be successful
0: I think that's um, a good note to end on don't you? yeah what was that over an hour
1: with him? I saw him this morning (laughs) yeah Gavin
2: he phoned in Saturday and said I'm coming over I said, you're coming over where? He said, I'm going to catch a plane. I'm coming over. He thinks he thinks we'd be happy with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Roll out the red carpet. there yeah. was no red carpet when he got there, was there? No. Prodigal the cool sun and all that. No, oh, they went out. <laughs> you got over it. They said if you're
1: coming back, we're going, we're going to going.
0: Spain. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, gents, um, thank you very, very much for your time. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like the video. Kenny, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Paul, mm-hmm. thanks for uh, you, giving that, uh, giving me being my wingman. Yeah, once again. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, back, though. Why? I don't know. I watched you. No, you sat there. It was that yeah. was not my choice anyway.
2: Oh. It was pleasant that somebody else asked the questions, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. It makes it it makes up for a good show, doesn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just yeah. you know, like
2: Gavin's running the mill. Yeah. Thanks. No
0: great. Generic. Hey, listen, I remember you praising me after my first performance. You were you said it was a good debut. Have I just come downhill since then? But we're just trying to give a wee bit confidence. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Kenny. Well, thank you very much. Um, All the best. Cheers. Thanks.